So we've been talking about um, freshness, and we spoke about freshness in the word, and then we started freshness in spirit, you know. And then we're looking at, I think, 1 Corinthians chapter, is it 14 now? From verse 26, we were talking about when you come together, let one come with a psalm. So that's a very fantastic um, conversation in that place, you see, because... As simple as that conversation speaks of, um, it, is, it is kind of introducing another conversation that if you are not careful, you might not even see. Um, it says, how is it then, brethren, whenever you come together? That when you come together, that each one of you. So the conversation is about coming together. You see, but at the same time, is also talking about the strength of our individuality, because he spoke about coming together, and at the same time emphasized our individuality. You get my point now. It says that when you come together, there should now be a capacity that each one carries. Amen. Uh, there should be some level of production. You know, everybody, each one of us should be able to produce. Are we together here? That coming together perhaps is inaccurate when we haven't found ourselves. Are we together here? Because the, the legitimacy of this coming together is inched on the truth and the fact that each one can come with something. Are we together here? It, because it didn't just say come together. It said when you come together, then each one. So the question is, do you have only a corporate identity without an individual identity? And that what gives you um, qualification, your gate pass into the corporate gathering is that you have found yourself in the spirit. Are we together here? You have found yourself where? In the spirit. And so, if you only emphasized the coming together, and um, you, don't, you don't have the ticket, because it says that, so it means that if there was a gate, for example, and um, if we are coming together, immediately you are entering the gate, what will you be asked? What did you come with? Are we together here? Because the, the people that are meant to come are meant to come with something. Are we together here? So it's about what, do you, what did you come with? You see, because sometimes we came with absolutely nothing. And some of us do life coming with nothing. You get, it? You get my point now? And um, sometimes we have raised a, a local assembly that allows people to come with nothing. Are you with me? And so, your emptiness is not so much revealing, you know, because you were not asked for your ticket. You, you just came in. If we were asked for what you came with, you will find out that you were not even worthy of the gathering. Are you together with me? So, before we talk about a powerful service, we should first talk about a powerful person. Are you with me? Because what makes a powerful service is that people who have something came. Are we together here? 
And so we all now have to understand this old curriculum of how to come. Are we together here? And it's a, it's a huge conversation. And so this is talking about, this is the scripture that I'm going to share about coming, about freshness in the spirit. You see, it says that, how is it then, brethren, whenever you come together? Are you with me? And this, and this, and this particular coming together, it's not like there is a particular date attached to it where you can prepare a psalm beforehand. It is just whenever you should always have a psalm, you should always have a word. So it means that freshness shouldn't be seasonal. Are we together here? Am I making any type of sense? Each of you has a psalm, has a teaching, has, has a tongue, you know? Uh, but most of the times when we come together, we have a problem. Yeah, most of the coming together we have in our local assemblies is that each one of us come with a problem. And one has, one has need of a job, another has need of a husband. And then we come together with problems. And that's an illegal coming. That's not the New Testament coming. Those are illegal people coming, not knowing how to gather. You see, because they haven't been, they haven't learned and they haven't been taught on how to prosper as a believer. Are you with me? How to prosper as a what? As a believer. Is your spirit man prospering? So, how is it then, brethren, whenever you come together, each of you has a psalm, has a teaching. So, if I asked you, what teaching do you have? So, you see, this is when you see, does anybody have something? What's God t- telling you? What's God training you? And um, you're getting used to nothing. 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 Something is wrong with you. You shouldn't be allowed to enter the hall. What's God telling you? Nothing. What's the Spirit of God saying? Nothing. Is God teaching you anything in this season? Nothing. You don't, you don't deserve the service. And a lot of us come to services we don't deserve. Because the, the, the Bible says that each one has to come with something. Praise God. That is to say, this scripture actually has an assumption. You see, some things are so basic that Bible assumes it. Are you with me? So this scripture has an assumption that the people coming together, their head is correct. And the people coming together, they have a life before they came. Are you with me? You must. There is an assumption in God that we have a what? A life. A spirit, a spirit life. I don't want to use spiritual life because that terminology has sometimes been, you know, overused and sometimes we lose the meaning. But there is an active spirit movement. Are you with me? The motions of the spirit is active in your within, right? And guess what? This particular one I'm talking, um, there's no third party in it. Before you can come with a psalm, before you can come with a teaching, before you can come with a revelation, you must, uh, you can only get it in that realm where you have, you have labored and invested in that place called you and God. This one is not Podbean. 
Which one is you and God? You you have to, you see, your legitimacy, the proof of your legitimacy is forged in that place. The proof of your legitimacy. If, If God has not signed on you on the basis of investing in devotion and interaction with him, you are not his. Amen. You are saved. You are saved. But he doesn't yet own you. Are we together here? Because when we talk about the reason for the spirit, it is until, you know, we can redeem the purchased possession. That's the conversation in the book of Ephesians chapter 1. That the, the, the purchased possession needs redemption. God needs to put his seal on what he bought. And so you have been bought by the blood but the spirit was given so that you can be sealed. Are we together here? And all of us need sealings from God. And this one, nobody can do it for you. You have to do it yourself. Are we together here? You see, you see, it's like, it's like the training, the instinct of a baby. The baby doesn't need a school to understand how to suck his mother's breast. Are you together with me? The day the baby was born... He has an inborn instinct, are you together with me, to look for his mother's breast and to suck it. Are we, are we here? Without any school on how to suck breast. You get my point now? In the same vein, there must be an instinct in you that is alive, that knows how to step into God's heart and get bread from God. Are you with me? Nobody's going to help you with that. I'm not going, you see, there are levels of bread. The purest one is the one you got from his heart. When I give you bread, it's not like the one you got. I tell you the truth. You must know how to feed alone. Are we together here? And you must cry for it. You must cry for it. You must cry for it. Because... Your future and your eternity is dependent on it. Do you know how to do you know how to collect bread from God? Do you know how? Have you have you crawled to his breast and then you know how to latch? You know his you know his crisis when a baby cannot latch on his mother's breast. I we together here. And sometimes there's a lot of battle, but you see that we won't take the baby to school. We'll just put him at the he keeps trying until he gets it. Are we together, friends? And so you have to learn and 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 hey, you have to invest in that place until you hit some type of minimum balance, so to speak, because I do, I lack words, and you keep building it to the point where you know how to collect bread. Now it is. In this place, it is in this place that your discernment comes to life. Not the gift of discerning of spirit, but your soul comes to know the Lord. Because that's what discernment is. The reason you can discern is not because you know evil, is that you know good. And so when you know good, you know what is not good. That's the strength of discernment. It's not, it's not, it's not looking for evil. It's perfecting the knowledge of good. Are we together here? And so, you have to press to a point where 
you, you understand the table. You understand the table of your Lord. And then you know how to feed off that table. Are you with me? And guess what? How you feed, the quality of, of, of meal, the quantity you get is, is, is dependent on only you. Are we together here? How deep you go, how great it is, is dependent on only you and there is absolutely no limit. There is absolutely no limit. There is no measurement for it. You can go as deep and as far as you want. But guess what? If you don't go far, you're going to be foolish. See, when we, when we discuss foolishness, darkness and blindness, it is not a phenomenon on itself. It is the space in your heart that God has not filled. Anywhere God has not filled, foolishness is there. You are a fool because you don't know God. It's not because you want to be a fool. And so as you keep filling yourself with him, your foolishness drops. Are we together here? Your darkness drops. And guess what, friends? If you carry foolishness and you carry darkness, Satan is ruling. Because that's where he rules. So he can still rule in your life if there is space God hasn't filled. Are we together, friends? And so you have to look for this. This is what makes you a child of God. I tell you the truth. This is what makes you a practicing child of God. Because you can be a child of God without practice. There are lawyers who are making more money, you know that. Hmm? There are lawyers selling more money now. There are lawyers selling clothes. Praise God. And there are doctors doing laundry. Or selling this thing. Yeah. So, so that you're born again doesn't mean that you're practicing. Are you with me? And so that place, only you can build it. You have to build it. And that place, when you have built it, is with you forever. Huh? Is with you forever. Is it true forever? What is it? What I have the, what I have built, I have built. When I tell you the things God tells me about very simple things, very simple things, very insignificant things, and God speaks to me. Sometimes you think, "Ah, does God speak like that?" <laughs> when you build it, you build it. Yeah. When you see the temperament of some people, how they, how they operate, how the peace with which they engage, the love with which they engage, and you are shocked that this is normal. If you have built it, you have what? You have built it. You have to build it. You have to build it. Praise God. So, the route, to, we need to go and invest, investigate and check, how do I build it? How come the apostle was definite and he believes that I can come with a son? How do I get a psalm? How do I get a teaching? How do I get a spiritual song? How do I get those things? You get it from that place, that dimension. Are we together here? You get it from that, that altar. And there are various tools 
that we use for it. Are you together with me, friends? Various spiritual tools that we use. One of those, one of those gifts is a gift of tongues. Praise God. You see, the, the gift of tongues is your, it's your spiritual vehicle that will convey you into the realm of the spirit. The gift of tongues. You must learn to use it and use it consistently. Are we together here? The Bible was talking about You know, when my spirit prays, don't worry, don't open it. It says that my understanding is not fruitful. Praise God. Now, of course, that is speaking in tongues. But it is more than speaking in tongues. You see? Because sometimes you're speaking in tongues, you see? But you are completely mentally active in the realms of the natural. Does it happen to you? You're speaking in tongues at the same time you're making amala. Does it happen to you? So it's not enough to speak in tongues. You must speak in tongues to the point where the energy of tongues now takes over your mind and the spirit then takes over. That is when you are birthing something in the spirit. So you speak in tongues. It might start with you being distracted, but you must learn to keep bringing your mind, bringing your mind to the point where the spirit, the energy of the spirit shuts down your mind and you can't think natural anymore. Are you with me? You can't think natural anymore. And then, after a while, the spiritual thoughts then fill your mind. You are, at that moment, you are betting something spiritually. At that moment. That is your moment of accuracy. At that moment, there is a transfer from that realm into your spirit. That's when you are being filled. Now, a lot of us don't get there. And a lot of us get there once in a while. What if you get there every time? Now, if you don't get there every time and I get there every time, we will never be at the same level in spiritual life and spiritual living. So you have to get, and that's why I said it's, it's, it's hard work, but there's grace, but it's work. It's not only attendance or service. That's part of it. But this one, you have to do it yourself. You have to pick a time where you use tongues to travel. Are we together with me? Now, after a while, what you use tongues to travel to, you will now build it. It's now part of your natural communication. You don't need to travel to hear, to hear at that level. You will now travel to hear at another level. So what is happening is that you are now building after a while your soul can house that experience and it now becomes a construction that is in you. Are you with me? And so hearing God is now seamless. Praise God. Glory be to God.
Are we together? If you are not doing this consistently, carnality will catch up with you. Are we together with me, friends? If you don't, if you're not here, carnality will catch up with you. And when people are making spiritual decisions, you are shocked. When somebody carries his bag and says, going to Somalia, like, ah. How is it easy? When somebody says he empties his account and gives to God, like, ah. How are they doing it? You see, because when you were meant to build life, you were wasting life. See, any life that is not born out of the spirit is waste. Life should be born out of the spirit. I was listening to this um, um, a short clip from this prophet in UK, this Nigerian prophet in UK, uh, prophet Tommy Ararami, and he said he's coming to Ni- Nigeria. Hmm? Starting a church, starting a work in Nigeria, I don't know if it's a church. He told his wife 2019, coming to Nigeria. Now this is, this is a prophet who is, uh, 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 you know, getting famous, he's leaving the UK, he's coming to Nigeria, where, where many pastors are trusting God to leave. You get my point? How do you even hear God? See, don't have an assumption that because he gives words, that's how God speaks to him. It's, it's a rumor. It's a rumor. I've been, I've been praying every day about a decision in my life lately. And um, let me even go there. Sometimes, sometimes we pray. Sometimes you can pray six months on one matter. Yeah. It doesn't mean you are not deep. It's just how God, you pray six months. Sometimes you can pray one year on one issue and you don't know what to do exactly. Since January, I've been praying about SOD. I still don't know whether I will do SOD or not. I have not heard. I don't know. Most likely we won't. And I've been praying every, almost every day. I pray. Are we doing SOD? Are we doing SOD? I told him I'll give you one more week if you don't answer me. Are we together here? So, one of the tools is the tool of tongues. <laughs> if you are not speaking in tongues, it's trouble. And, and not, not church, alone. Alone. Because whenever you come, each of you. So, do you, do you as an individual, do you have a spiritual structure? The Bible says, building up ourselves, right? In our most holy faith. Building up ourselves in our most holy faith. We should pray in tongues. That's how we build up ourselves. So, you can't build up yourself if you are not praying in the spirit. How many hours do you pray in the spirit every day? Those, those, are, the, those are more important goals that your career goes. Have you made it a goal? Have you written it down? Every day of my life to Jesus come, I'll pray one hour. I'll pray 30 minutes. I'll pray just tongues. Not tongues giving up praise. Tongues. That's how to live. See, the people who did, when I was doing it, when I was doing it as a teenager, those who did not do it, 
have been cut off from the from spirituality. They are no they are no longer here. When I started doing it, I had people who were both going to church together. They did not do it. Now, about 17 years have passed. All of them who did not do it are back to the club. Yeah. All, not any of them can speak and things come to life. Not any of them. Is, they are dead. And guess what? When you are dead, you will know. They are dead. I'm seeing them like this one after the I'm seeing I'm seeing them like this. They are all dead, one after dead, 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 dead. The one that are alive are the one that did it. So 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 you you can prophesy right now whether you will be dead in the next five years with the way you are doing like this. So you have to. You have to. And sometimes the enemy of these things of, that is not making us do this thing is that there are other areas of our life working. And sometimes we take strength in what is working. Sometimes your career might be working. Sometimes your family is working. Sometimes you are just beautiful. Yeah. It's deceptive. You are just a beautiful girl or a handsome guy. You are just, you are, you, you are just informed. People just like you. They say, Kai, what a brother, what a guy, you know. And it gets to your head. Sometimes it might be your career. Your career is just prospering. I just say, Father, I just thank you. I just give you praise, you know. And then gradually you find out that you are a dead person. Yeah. After some years, you can't pick it again. You can't pick it. You can't, when he moves, you can't feel him. You can't even track him. You don't know, you don't know him again. Yeah. Yeah. Don't know him again. Even a preacher, a preacher after a while, after a while, he starts being a motivational speaker because he can't track him again. As a, you know, um, um, how to be a great speaker, laws of public speaking. You have to fall. You will fall. You will just fall, 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 and you start talking public speaking because it takes that house to do this work. You need to build that house. You get my point now? So, one tool is the tool of tongues. You have to learn to use the tool of tongues. And don't forget all these conversations I'm talking to you about, they must happen between you and God alone. You must build that tongues. You have to speak in tongues and keep speaking in tongues. Now, you must carry a, a life view or a world, a world view that is godly. You must, you must have a godly world view. You must build a world view. Listen, before you got saved, you had a world view. Now that you are saved, you now have to build a world view. Now, why are believers saying, hey, I will not, things like, I cannot carry my tithes to church. I'll go and take my tithe and save the poor. Why? Why does a believer say that? He's, he's dumb. He, not as an insult. I don't know how to say. His, his spirit doesn't, doesn't have light. 
So his worldview is an intelligent worldview. You get my point? Now, let, the, the woman, the woman of Zarephath took a last meal and gave to the prophet Elijah. Now, does that make any sense? Now, if that's Christian whose spirit is not alive, sees that thing, he will start a campaign against wicked men of God who are, who are abusing widows. Because he's sensual. Are you together? I mean, he's not spiritual. Because he has not, he has not reorganized his worldview. You see, Christianity is not the better way of life. <laughs> it's the God kind of life. The, when you look at the book of Acts, the Bible says, men went to sell their land. Do you know what it means to go and sell your land? I've told you severally that Jews don't joke with land. If, Jews don't joke with land. Land, if you, if you don't have land, you are not, you, you are no more, you are no more part of the covenant. The whole premise of their interactions with God, what, everything God told them is I'll give you land. That's life for them. They sold their land and they dropped it at the apostles' feet. Now, intelligence cannot permit that, but there is another worldview, a spirit-inspired worldview, that lets you know that <clears throat> there are more important, are we together? Yeah. That life is in, and not, there is life elsewhere. And what doesn't make sense down here makes all the sense up there. So you need to get your mind up there. Now it's going to take a lot of interactions with the word of God to get your mind up there. Praise God. So when you see how we how we choose how we how we vote and all of that sometimes you think we are crazy but we are making a decision from where from up there have you had Christians just you go to church every time you go to church monday you go to church tuesday that's too much that's you know god is not that difficult you know just Some people even think they are doing God a favor. Some people think they are even doing a pastor a favor. It's because they don't understand that what we are doing here, the, you see, the most important piece of land to God in this place is where his kingdom is being, is being preached. These are the most important things. So when you say how we vote, how we do all those things, it's because of the when you when we see our, when you see our commitment to the things of the kingdom, praise God. When you see our commitment to the things of the kingdom, it's because we know that when we when when this body falls, the only question he will ask us when we face sin are matters pertaining the kingdom. You are not healthy if you are not sold out to the kingdom. You are not healthy. You, you have a worldview that is that needs healing. 
If you are not living for the kingdom, if you are not saying, God, what next? What am I to do? What's my quota? If you are not living that way, you are not alive. And so you need this individual engagement with scripture. We pray as that will now rewire your worldview. Are we together here? So that you begin, the Bible says the zeal of his father's house has consumed him. That is to say, you can't find Jesus again. You know why something is consumed? It has been swallowed up. And what swallowed him is the zeal of his father. He's not, he doesn't have any business again. And so, when you lead, do life, those who are not in the kingdom must know that you are seeing something they are not seeing. They should be surprised. Why is this person like this? Why is this person like this? I read, I read a, I read a, an article from a particular servant of God. He was talking about a meeting he attended in 1988. He said that meeting was such one of the most powerful meetings in the nation. It was the um, Bishop Waleoke's um, convention. He used to have this congress. It was bigger than Redemption Camp's congress. When you talk of, I don't mean numbers. I'm talking about the hype and the weight on him. It was the major meeting that the Pentecostals used to go for annually. They still do it. But those days, it was their major meeting. He said in 1988, one of the profound speakers was um, uh, 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 Reverend Emiko, Papa Emiko. And he remembered the message. He remembered the message Emiko preached. He remembered the message. This He was in that meeting. He remembered the message Emiko preached. He remembered the message Ida Osa preached. Um, Bishop also preached. He said... Because he was, he wrote that article to celebrate Reverend Amiko. He now said, but the funny thing that, now I'm beginning to understand that those men those days were our fathers in the faith. He said they were in their thirties. Wow. He said our fathers in the faith. He said it's just shocking that those days we used to look at those men as the greatest. He says those were our fathers in the faith. He says they were in their mid thirties and early forties. And they were the ones who were leading the body of Christ. And then my enemy would tell me that I should take it easy. I take it easy. Your worldview has to change. And this is the reason why a lot of people have problems. They have problems because they are not focused on Jesus. I'm telling you the truth. When you are not focused on Jesus, you have room for problem. There's a lot of space for problem. There's a lot of space. When you're not focused on Jesus, there's space for problem for you to solve from one prophet to another prophet. Because Satan knows that there is room in your life that Jesus has. You see, by the time Jesus has taken over your whole life, problem we know that you don't have time. Problem knows you don't have time. Problem knows you are busy. When I first came into the faith, it was people telling me I'm wearing bedroom slippers to church. They were, I didn't know that it's a big deal. I, wear, I would talk in with bedroom slippers. I would talk in. Yeah. 
I'm talking because I need to go and hear the word of God. I'm in another place. I know I don't know that Betu Slippers is bad. I didn't know it's bad. I'm, you see, but if I was not overtaken by the zeal of God's house, I will know I need shoe. No, you need you. You know you are naked. He says, "Who told you? How did you know you are naked? Because you are out of the glory. You have a lot of problems. You don't have job. You don't have wives. You don't have husband. The reason those problems are plenty in your life is because you are." <laughs> You see, by the time you are discommitted to God, Satan himself will be will be solving your problems. So he will he will he will want you to be at ease. Pika was saying there was a time in his life his only work was to take one bus to a far place, take it back, bus evangelism, bus evangelism. So you now need to get, and this worldview I'm talking about, it doesn't start with your mind, it starts with your heart. Yeah. Another influence must encroach your heart. You must burn towards something else. Another influence must encroach your heart. Something else must burn you. Priority must now change. When we talk about marrying God's will for you, some of you are shocked. Some of you are saying, ah, some Christians are shocked that marrying God's will. Hey, it doesn't even make sense. Just pick somebody. You see, I understand where you are. But there's another place your heart will be that it's not about missing it. You see, when we talk of marrying the will of God, it's not because of good marriage. The will of God, when you say someone is the will of God, it does not mean that the marriage will be fine. It's not, it doesn't solve problem in marriages. You get my point? The will of God does not solve problems. The reason why God chose this person for you is not because both of you will not fight. And the reason why God did not choose somebody, God said you can't marry this person. It's not because you and that person will be fighting. You can marry the person and there won't be fight. And it's not God's will. That's not the reason. And that there are fights in a marriage does not mean you missed the voice. That's not the reason why God says marry this person. It is because there is a kingdom agenda. You should be used to watch all these films where this kingdom will make sure their daughter married that kingdom because they want this. All these ancient films is for the kingdom. There is something in that person. Listen, one of the reasons I, one of the ancient reasons why they gave me the girl they gave me is because of the CAC mantle. I'm telling you the truth. I'm not, I'm not talking anyhow. I'm telling you the truth. Because my, my wife's lineage is connected to that oil. I told you, I was in my room, in my closet. The work, the, the closet, there is a space where there's closet, where three CSC elders entered my room. The, the only, I could see their head to like this. The other part, I didn't see it, it was spirit. Like this, the three, there were three, they came to visit me and bless me. And they reminded me of the conversation I had with my father in, my father-in-law. I said, my father-in-law said, she'd make your name, your church, CAC, you are insulting us. I said, well, no, Allah. They said, we should come and bless you. It's one of the reasons, one, just one. 
It's not because God wants that, that boy will not disturb you or trouble you. It's one of the reasons there is, there is a wisdom, there is a kingdom agenda. That this is the person that when you join yourself with, there will be a glorious spark inside your spirit. And then you just go ahead and do that. But if you are, if, if they have not injected you with the love of God, it will be a big deal. You will want to marry who you love. What's, what's, what's wrong with who you love? You that you are just 25, if you count the amount of people you have loved in your life, they are like 28. <laughs> how, how cheap is love? Is it not consistent chatting? How are you there? What have you eaten? <laughs> Somebody not plan to love. You know what I'm I don't like this guy. <laughs> Somebody you didn't even have plans for at all. That you have said never. Just, just it's no matter. Let's go out and eat. We go and eat today. Let's go and eat, go and eat tomorrow. <laughs> One day you have a problem. You find out it's the only person you can talk to. And the person really made sense. <laughs> you are in love. After you are in love, after a while you and the guy are not talking. Another person is talking to you. You are in love again. <laughs> What are, we, what are we talking about? Even after you get married, if you are not careful, you will love again. Yeah! Are we together, friends? So what are we talking about? So let God put purpose in your spirit. What are we talking about? God put purpose in your spirit. You can fall in love three times in one year. Yeah, I'll tell you the truth. You know how many people have wished, I wished that I, when I was still single that Kai is my wife. Several. There was one I was even praying for. I, I, I entered under the chair. I thought that person was my wife. I just entered under the chair. I said, Father Basha, what did I receive? What did I receive? Until when I finished. <laughs> After I finished praying, I said, that's not your wife. I said, hey, no, Allah. <laughs> Until the next one. <laughs> Are you with me, friends? Yes, sir. I'm praying to God to inject your soul. Yeah. Hmm. If what view don't change, you are not in the army. Ah. Yeah. If what view don't change, you are not in the army. What 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 enlists us into God's army? Is our world view change? Because you can't be fighting for yourself and fighting for God. By the time the world view change and then the spirit of God injects you. For lack of better word. The spirit of God injects you. Somebody asked me, are you doing, somebody asked me yesterday, first day, are you in full-time ministry? I said, I told the person, that's a very strange question. But I have an idea of what you are saying. The answer is yes. Because I've never, I don't know if there's any believer who's not in full-time. I don't know what it means not to be in full-time. 
don't know what it means not to be in full time. Are you telling me you are not in full time? How? Why are you not in full time? I don't know what it means. I don't know what it means not to be in full time. I'm telling you the truth. I'm, I said it's a very strange question. Because sometimes we have an assumption that it's those in the fivefold ministry that you do more. That they are the ones God really called. I don't, I don't really understand what that means. Since I met him, he's been full time. Since I met him, he's been full time. And when I look at you, I have an assumption you are in full time. I'm, I'm shocked that you are not. I'm wondering, what are you doing? I have an assumption that you are in full time. I have an assumption that everything that you are doing and everything that you own is under the government of God's kingdom. That's full time. And that's why, and that's why when you are given a role in a local assembly, a local assembly like this, it's, it's not a unit. It's not, it's not, I'm the head of, it's, it's life, it's, it's, it's glory, it's power, it's everything. It's not, um, it's not because of report. I'm going to drop a report. I'm going to, it's not, it's life. I, when I told you to do it, I, I, I told you to perish, to die. I told you to, I told you to pour everything on it. I have an assumption that that's how you do life. I just think. Just the way Paul is thinking that when you come, you should be able to come with a psalm. Because he thought that before you came, you were engaging God. He had a, he had a basic assumption that every normal Christian is engaging God. He didn't come to receive, he came to give. Are we together here? So, there is nothing, listen to me, there is nothing fantastic about our coming together if our individual, individual life is not fantastic. If you are not fantastic alone, we are not fantastic as a company. It says, when you come together, the emphasis was coming together, but at the same time, it is a each one, each of you. So, do you count when you are alone? Or you only count when you join? You should be able to count alone. When you are alone, God, God, God should be able to, God, there, can, there should be a service, a powerful service between you and God. There should be powerful moments between you and God. Moments between you and God. Moments that you come to church to continue. Ah. Moments. Why are, why are there not powerful moments? One of the persons I love listening to in my life, there are two people, the, the two greatest people I like to listen to. One is not boring, one is boring. But they are my two, they are the two greatest people I like to listen to ever in my life. Prophet Ayo and Papa Rick. Rick Jenner is boring, Prophet Ayo is not boring. I like to listen to them. I like to listen to Papa Ayo because it, it continues my service. I don't even listen to what he's saying. I just go into his heart and I just enjoy the art. I'm like, I'm like, I'm, you see, I'm like, it's as if I'm drinking vodka. I'm drunk just listening to him because I hear what he's not saying. Because it's, it's a continuity. 
You get my point? To continue with you. So, one of the ways you can be fresh in spirit, I told you about how to use your tongues, and I told you about the spirit has to interject your worldview. Interject your worldview. Why are churches poor? Why are churches poor? Because the people's money is not for the kingdom. That's why churches are poor. Why should why should the church be poor? Why why should the church be poor? Listen, there is abs- friends. Listen to this one. I want to say now. There is absolutely no justifiable reason why a church should be in a community and does not shake the. Com- listen, there is no reason on earth. There is up, not just a church. There is absolutely no reason why you should be in a place and there should be, should be shift. No reason. Bless it. Bless it, I can't. Bless it, my brain has no space and no possibility to understand that a church will be in a place and the wind shifts the place. It might not be one year, it might not be two years. But after a while, they shift the place. What would be the reason? The leader is saved, filled with the Holy Spirit. If you are saved and filled with the Holy Spirit, it means you can get people saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. You get people saved and filled with the Holy Ghost, there's no saved person. Feel with the Holy Ghost that won't cause impact. Yes. It's not possible. Yes. It's not possible. The Holy Spirit was the Holy Spirit. I can't count the amount of people I get saved. I can't count it. I don't know the numbers again. It's normal. I have conversations with people that will stay with them forever. And that should be the same for you. I say, what if there's no money? Why won't there be money? If there's no money, then gather the people you have and teach them and train them. In two, three years, they start having money. It's not possible. Are you together with me? You, will you listen to me and not be rich? How? What, what is the possibility? How? I don't understand. How? You won't be how? Why? How won't you be rich? How? When you are hearing God, how will you be poor? When you hear God clearly alone, how will you be poor? You hear God. God says, do like this. God says, don't do like this. And I teach you the principles, financial principles and all of that, that is enshrined in scripture. And as you continue in those journeys, one day you have a, you have the same encounter I've had. And that encounter, you will just know I can't be poor. Immediately, because poverty and wealth is a knowledge. The reason you are poor is that you know you are poor. The day you know you are not poor, you can't be poor again. And then people flow in your direction. Then after like five years, the money will come and you having the money, you know you, are, you, know you have it for the kingdom. We don't have to tell a lie. You get my point now? We don't have to tell a lie. We don't have to tell a lie because we're not trying to build something. Oh my God. Father, help the heart of my friends. Up their hearts. You know, when, when what you have is genuine, you can wait. You can build. When what you have is not genuine, 
you want to force bigness. You want to force it. But when it's genuine, you can build. See, I had, I had Bible study in my house today with about seven people. Is it was as real as me, as what I'm having now. That Bible study is as real to me as tomorrow's service. Tomorrow's service is not greater. I enjoyed my life. Some people. I just, during the prayers yesterday, I just felt like doing Bible study with my friends. And that's life. That Bible study, if God wills, we can start having that Bible study weekly. If we keep following the Lord, from that place, we change the world again. And from anywhere. <laughs> the stone, Daniel's vision, caught without hands. Anywhere it goes, it just messes things up. That's what you carry in your spirit, man. But you need the Holy Spirit to tamper with your worldview. Your worldview many times is so sensual. Your worldview is so natural. So what should, what, what should comprise your worldview? Matters of soul winning. Soul winning. Don't write. Don't stress yourself. What are you writing? Listen to me. I'm not, <laughs> when another preacher is preaching, you write. Not when I'm preaching. Don't stress. And please, I mean that. When another preacher comes, a lot of preachers like you to write. Me, it doesn't make sense to me. That's why you notice when we have a guest, I go and get... I ask for Byron paper so that I don't look. Yeah. But because for me, I'm just looking at your spirit. For me, I just... <laughs> if, I, if what is your spirit enters inside me, you will see it. You yourself, you will see it. You see, I don't listen to you and you don't see yourself in me after a while. By the time I listen... Well, I listened to one man one day and one day he saw me walking. He called me. Kai! He said, nah, maybe that too. He called me. He said, I said, yes, Papa, is your, I've, I've called, I, you are inside me. I've taken you, I'm inside. I'm now enjoying my life. What I now need to be giving you is prayer and offering. I told you, there was one man I was listening to. I went for his conference mistakenly. And I was going to school that day and they gave me school fees. I carried my old school fees and bought all his messages. My, by the time I was done with it, the next time he saw me, he knew that I'm done. You see, I can't bless you more than my words. And that's why one of the ways I know those that are not serious are those who want to always see me. You are not a serious person. You don't have to see me. There's nothing I can say to that I will say to you is not important. If you fellowship with pot B, we move. Jesus, some people were not moving with him. And they, they did things that envied the ones that were close to him. They did things that envied that the people close to him said, let's go and shut that. From afar, they just saw the way Jesus is doing it. Okay, oh, oh, uh, why worry? I'm telling you, I'm telling you. There are a lot of people, they will be close to their man of God like this. And they are completely far from him. Because for them it's photography. It's PR. You don't need that. Friends, are you together with me? You don't need that. You don't need that. Or you think the people in my house are enjoying? I don't have their time. I'm in my room. I don't have time. If I'm in my room, I'm playing game. I don't have... I don't have... I don't have... I don't have 
If you send me a message, I say, what does Revelation chapter 5? It's not me that we answer you. I don't. Some people just think I have all those time. If you are serious, little will be enough. <laughs> we have a generation that has a lot of knowledge but don't have fruit. Because they are not serious. If you are serious, little is enough. You need a change. Let me begin to round off. You need a change of worldview. You see, because when your worldview changes and you begin to have the kingdom worldview, that is when you can carry the power of God. Yeah. <laughs> when we talk power of God, we can't use power of God to get you a job. It's too... The power of God must move God's agenda. The power of God moves what? It moves divine agenda. So the reason why a lot of people are powerful is because they don't need it. Their life is, is not relevant to the scheme of things. But when the kingdom worldview steps into your spirit, you step into powers. You step into anointings. Then the angels will need to visit you. Because the angels are thinking about the kingdom. And they visit you and they empower you. They anoint you for the kingdom. Then you now begin to have interactions and connection with other humans that you didn't deserve. They will just connect you with this person, connect you with that person. It should be the kingdom connecting you. It won't be, it won't be anything. The kingdom. Kingdom will not begin to move you. Then after the while, they will not even move your location. And say, okay, where, where can we station this one? And they know that they can station you and they will bring this supply to your station. Are you with me? Because let's station this one in Lagos. Let's put this one, let's put this one in, in Elisha. Let's put this one there. Let him stay there. And from that place, you will be emitting life. Life will be changing. Praise God. There's nothing your preacher is doing that you can't do. Nothing. Nothing. I'm trusting God to tamper with your heart. That's, that's my belief, Demiji. That's my prayers, Demiji. I'm just trusting God that you just, God will just tamper with your heart. He just gives you that breakthrough in your heart and where you are free from yourself and you are just living for the kingdom. The zeal of my father's house has consumed me. Just breakthrough. So that he can now begin to, to give you resource. He can give you resource. Resource of mantles, anointings, friends, Communities, it begins to give you resources. They begin, they now begin to give you some of their substance, some of their materials. They give you their wisdom. They now teach you how to repair the earth. They now repair the earth, praise God, with with truth, with life. Many times I pray to God, I say, Father, if you teach me this thing, you know I'll teach my friends. You know, sometimes I receive for the people. Sometimes I go to God and say, Father, give me a solution to this. What's the solution to this? Oh God. Father, I promise you, if you tell me these things, I'm going to share it. Yeah, I pray those prayers. Sometimes I give what I don't have. You see, one day I gave and I was driving and my dad I said, God, did you see what I just did? I said, God, did you see what I just did? I said, you know you can trust me. You know you can trust me. Bring the money. You'll see what I will use it for. Don't bring it. Just bring it. You'll see what I will use it for. 
You see what I just did? You know you can trust me. I told him. I know the exact place I told him. It was before my children's school. I was about taking that. I said, see, see what I just did. I gave what I don't have at all. And you know I've been doing this. You just, just try me and see what I'll do. Because he has touched my heart. And he's still touching it. And he'll touch yours too. I'm trusting God to just set you free from the mundane. That's what I hear in my spirit. You just come out from the mundane. And step into purpose. And step into dying. Take joy in dying for Jesus. So that resurrection life can happen. Take joy in wastage. Take joy in wasting. So that you can have true life. Conclude your life as seed. So that you can germinate in eternity and in immortality. Conclude it. Conclude this life as seed. This is not fruit. This is a seed. Everything you have in the natural is seed. Your body is seed. Your time is seed. Sow it for the kingdom. Because the kingdom is like that man who's, who saw a beautiful field and went and sowed all that he had. The Lord is baptizing your world. He's giving you a fresh world view. And now you know that all that matters is the matters of the kingdom. All that matters is the matters of the kingdom. All that matters is to get the world saved. All that matters is to, is to disciple the nations. And that's what matters to your soul. And that's why you work hard. And that's why you are loyal to your boss. Because you want your boss to see the life of Jesus. And that's why you are making the billions and making the millions. Because you want the world to know that, that, that those things don't change you. And those things are instruments. Are we together here?